Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Controversial Curiosities. I'm Jeff McCarty. I'm the host of this podcast, and this podcast, of course, is being brought to you by my Curiosities for Controversies. This is a podcast where I explore the different controversies of the day, and, you know, sometimes I just like to explore certain topics, and, you know, they may be controversial, they may not be. Sometimes I don't think some things are as controversial as maybe others may think, and today's kind of one of those episodes, but... This podcast is dedicated to exploring topics that must be discussed, that must be in the public conversation, right? And some of them are in the public conversation, whether we like it or not, and that's part of why they must be explored. And that's what I'm here to do, is to explore those topics with you. So thank you. Thank you for being here. And, you know, once again, if you haven't subscribed to our Substack, please subscribe to our Substack. Make sure you add this podcast to your podcast player. Um, Get the subscription feed right and add that to whichever podcast player you like you can also subscribe to our Substack for a very nominal fee five dollars um and you know you can even get extremely discounted rates if you subscribe for you know t- time frames longer than the month if you subscribe for the year you get it basically half price for what it would cost for the year so thirty dollars for the year or five dollars a month but please consider subscribing and with that subscription you get access to an extra podcast episode a week so you get an extra episode as well as you do get an extra blog post if you like to read you get an extra blog post as well as you get an extra podcast episode and you know i'm always looking for new ways to sprinkle in goodies so please consider that and i appreciate you being here nonetheless and that's jump into today's episode. Now, today's episode is going to be focused around building a better society and wanting to build a better society and why that thought or why that desire or even the interest in those topics are considered controversial, or at least I consider them controversial. And I'm going to get into why I think that. And of course, kind of my I don't want to say supporting evidence, but just some of the indicators that I see, right, that that I would say point to this, right? Now, with um, our topic today, you know, and just to give some pretense, I've been working on various kind of, um, you know, outside ventures, you could say, from controversial curiosities that focus on building a better society. Originally, and, you know, of course, this podcast kind of came about after um, some of my writing and podcasting efforts with my previous um, organization, the Human Civilization Reformation Coalition, which you can still find a lot of that out there, Talks from the Coalition or, you know, hcrcoalition.com. But, you know, once again, that is definitely where my interest stems from, right? I've had an interest in, in building a better society. Society, and of course, I'm still continuing that interest in some other ventures and how you impact your community. But you know, when it comes to um, the idea of wanting to build a better society, as I thought about it, it's like, well, that that kind of is a controversial viewpoint, um, or at least a controversial thing to be interested in. Um, and of course, you know, I'm kind of slightly bending the you know the connotation of controversial. I'm maybe slightly bending that towards, um, you know, uh, stretching it to the extremes, so to speak, right? So some people may say, okay, well, it's not necessarily controversial, but it's it's not the hot topic of the day, right? It's not the thing that people want to talk about. It's not, you know, if you go to a house party, it's probably not the conversation that most people are having, right? It's definitely, you know, not within the wheelhouse of an average person to talk about these things on a regular basis, right? And maybe sometimes people think about it, and it's maybe somewhat becoming more um, prevalent, but it's 
it's not in the mainstream, right? It's not part of the mainstream dialogue. So that's part of, you know, what's going on with it, right? And just to understand, right, why I think building a better society is controversial um, and why I feel like that, just to kind of really reinforce that point, right, is, you know, to understand what's controversial, first off, and not just when it comes to this topic, but just in general, when it comes to understanding what is controversial, we have to look at, you know, what's normal, right? What is it, what's normal in the culture um because you know to understand what's controversial and to understand what's normal you you really have to observe culture in itself because that's going to be the direct indicator right what is being um talked about what is you know things like music tv movies and just you know the general trends and fads of the day kind of help us understand what is you know the quote-unquote normal for that time right and, and that's the thing is that what is considered normal what is considered controversial can continuously shift it can shift based on a variety of factors right and kind of the overton window the idea of you know what is in the mainstream dialogue becomes what's accepted and as you you know if you want to have a topic become part of the dialogue right you have to introduce it and it has to kind of integrate into the mainstream culture now when it comes to um, culture, culture includes a lot of things, right? And the thing with culture that can be somewhat confusing at times, depending on where you're sitting in culture, so to speak, is that culture includes fringes, right? So you could be deep inside a rabbit hole of a fringe culture, right? And you can get so deep into that rabbit hole that that fringe culture can then start to seem like mainstream culture to you, right? So, I mean, I, I think right now the... The kind of common um, analogy that people would make is to QAnon, right? Like if you are deep in that rabbit hole of QAnon and you are not pulling outside sources to balance your media diet, so to speak, or just, you know, your cultural intake, it could seem like QAnon is the mainstream. It could seem like that line of thought is the prevalent line of thought in society, Right. But obviously, as we know, it's not. And it's not just QAnon like the, it. And it's not just to say that it's a. You know, people might take that as an attack on right-leaning politics or right-leaning um, thinkers, right? And it's not necessarily to say that because it happens on all sides, right? It happens on the left. It happens on the right. It happens in the center. It can happen to anybody, right? And it, and it happens outside of politics, too. Um, so, you know, the, the thing is, is, you know, there's various parts of culture, right? But the, the majority... Of people that consume a certain type of culture that that's kind of what becomes pop culture right like you know whatever the majority is interested in whatever the majority is doing that is our popular culture right because that is what the bulk of the people are doing and even though there's fringes within our total global human civilization right even though there's fringes within our global culture um, as a species right it, it doesn't necessarily mean that fringe is the mainstream um and, and to me like kind of a good example um of understanding this and just understanding how you know pop culture is what's dominant at that time um is to look at music i think for music you know i i have been one who has been into metal i've been a metal head um and you know people who know me can attest to that i mean definitely in my younger years i've maybe you know lightened up a little bit in certain ways listened to a more variety of music but um you know the point being is 
When it comes to music, there is a, a thriving culture of metal music in certain circles in certain areas of the world, right? There are certain places where metal is dominant, right? Where metal is the thing, um, and, and it may not even be in, you know, certain regions where it's like completely taken over, but just even certain circles, right? Certain areas um, have a strong connection to metal music. But when you look at it and when you look at the mainstream culture and the listening trends of mainstream, like metal is just a small subset of that mainstream culture, right? While other types of music are the dominant types of music that are being listened to, right? So that's just kind of an example of how, you know, there can be a strong, you know, subculture or counterculture as some people may like to call themselves within the popular culture right and sometimes you know they interplay sometimes certain things from fringe culture break into the mainstream culture um but you know really it's um you know we can definitely see and understand how certain elements of culture right are as dominant as they can seem to some they actually aren't as big a player in the large scheme of things right so we really have to understand that um, to kind of understand why I feel the way I do about wanting a better society and why I feel it's a controversial viewpoint. Now, when we look at, you know, the dominant mainstream culture, it's far and few between that we find someone in that dominant mainstream culture who's focused on building a better society, right? Like, and once again, it's not to say that there aren't people out there doing that. There's not to say there's not people out there who are um, interested in these topics and who aren't part of the, you know, culture to some degree. But, you know, and of course, I don't have the measurements to say, well, this is the tipping point when you're considered mainstream. But I think it's safe to say that these are still somewhat fringe groups of society, right? So I can think of different thinkers, different people who are out there and essentially wanting to build a better society, having the conversations necessary to build a better society. But how mainstream are those people, right? Like if you were to get a random group of, you know, people off the streets, how many of them would know X name, right? That blank name that you can insert. Um, and you know, for those that may have a name, right? Like I can think of plenty, Brett Weinstein, Heather Hying, Eric Weinstein. I mean, those are some that come to mind. Sam Harris is another that comes to mind. Um, you know, there's definitely people like Andrew Sullivan who are having the conversations, um, you know, and who are invested in wanting a better society. Now they all have different thoughts on how we may get there, right? And differences in terms of policy preferences, stuff like that. But once again, they are invested in the overall premise of building a better society. But, you know, you run those names through people outside of that interest, in, in a sense, it's, you may get crickets, right? Those names may not resonate with somebody like the name, you know, you can say the name Michael Jordan to just anybody, right? Just about anybody, like even me, like I'm not a basketball fan. I'm not a sports fan. I could care less about that sort of stuff, but you could say Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, like I know those names, even though I'm not interested in those things, those are so dominant that it's hard to avoid the knowledge of it, right? So that, that to me, kind of speaks to, you know, why this is a controversial viewpoint, right? Just our, and why it's not a mainstream viewpoint. Like I said, I know I'm taking slight liberties, it's taking some slight liberties with the um, meaning of that word. But, you know, I think, I think it fits. I think it works. Um, you know, and, and I think really when we start to think about it, when it comes to discussing topics like, um, you know, and I guess just to back up one, when we talk about building a better society, there are certain topics that get discussed, 
right? So topics like politics, religion, world affairs, government, economics, policy, um, science, you know, social sciences, um, all of those things start to come up and percolate when we are talking about building a better society, right? If we we're talking about societal systems, right? We maybe are looking at history. We're trying to understand our past. We're trying to understand what might be in store for our future. We're talking about artificial intelligence. We're talking about monetar monetary and fiscal policy. We're talking a lot of different topics, really, right? When it comes to the overall umbrella of building a better society and kind of the, the interests that somebody may have within that umbrella, right? Like if you are interested in building a better society, these start to become the subtopics that are relevant to that larger topic, right? And these are the things that are going to get discussed, right? And the thing is, right, a lot of those things are seen as taboo to discuss in many circles. When it comes to like work, you definitely can't discuss those sorts of things. When it comes to personal life, like most people don't want to talk politics. I mean, it's commonly said, like you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't go to the Thanksgiving dinner. I don't know why I chose Thanksgiving as the holiday, any holiday really, but you shouldn't go to, you know, like a family dinner and try to talk politics or religion with your, you know, your dear uncle Fred or, you know, your aunt Lisa or whatever the, and I don't have either of those, but you know, you get the point. You should, it's generally considered unpolite to do that. It's not considered, um, you know, proper dinner table conversation for most people. And I think that's just kind of another sign that, you know, being interested in building a better society and being interested in talking about those kind of subtopics that are related are off the table. It's controversial, right? If you bring that up, that is controversial. Um, and, and, you know, even though things are becoming more politicized in America, I, I really think that's a, a trend of, you know, fringe culture in a sense. I, I really do think that most people don't want to talk politics. Most people don't want things to be politicized. And even though some things become politicized and people kind of just end up doing what they think they should do or following what they think is best based on, you know, maybe the, the quote unquote team they ascribe to, right? Red team, blue team, whatever team. Um, but, you know, bottom line is I don't think many people want to spend much of their time, much of their energy contemplating these sorts of things, right? Um, and, and, you know, a, another indication of that. And this is, once again, another reason why I feel this sort of topic is controversial is that there is very little, um, you know, there's there's very little in, you know, pop culture that references building a better society. It's like I, I can't really think of any music that talks about it. And if I'm wrong, I mean, people, please let me know. Let me know. Find me. I mean, you can find my Twitter handle in the show notes of this episode. You can send me a direct message. You can, you know, whatever, tag me, mention me. Um, you can shout at me, but let me know if I'm wrong. I mean, if there's some songs that talk about building a better society or, you know, focus on that in some sense, I'm interested to hear it. And I think, you know, there's some songs that have somewhat political messages in a sense. Um, but, you know, once again, I, I think there's one thing about just signaling alliance to a certain political viewpoint um, and, and writing music that really encourages people to think about these things. Right. Um, so that's part of why I say I don't I don't hear the music. Right. That talks about that. Most music is talking about good times um, and, you know, 
bitches and hoes and, and drinking and smoking weed and, and all the, you know, all the things that popular culture likes to, um, you know, popularize as they say. So definitely I don't see it in music. Um, and when it comes to TV and movies, like, you know, first off, a lot of movies are just rehashed trash. Um, you know, you got franchises that have been running for 20 years when, you know, you got people who are <laughs> driving cars and, you know, still fast and furious, quote unquote, um, which I guess there it is. I'm calling that movie franchise out, but you, you know, come on. I mean, when you got these franchises that are running into the double digits, practically, I mean, it, it you got to ask yourself like, what's going on here? Um, so, you know, most of it's just rehashing. And, you know, when you see there's a lot of these action movies that are, you know, basically more cgi than anything um you, you see that a lot of times and you get you know when it comes to tv and, and maybe i, I should ca kind of categorize movies definitely fall more within that range right movies have a, a weird tenor to them nowadays where you know they just don't they try to hook you in with all this pizzazz at the beginning like watch a movie from gosh even the 90s right like most movies in the 90s started with long credits and nowadays when you watch a movie it's like they will have all of this you know, action and all of this kind of storyline built into the beginning parts just to just to rope you in. And in the opening credits, honestly, are more minimal. I mean, there's movies like I mean, I'm thinking of like Casino with Robert De Niro. I mean, come on, that movie has probably like two minutes worth of opening credits at the beginning. And it can like for for me as like a more modern watcher, right? Like as someone who has grown up with newer types of movies and then you watch an older movie like that, it can seem odd. Like it can seem like, all right, let's get, you know, let's get to the point. But, you know, I think it just speaks to, you know, the buildup. I think you can see this in scary movies, like a lot of scary movies back in the day, like it was all about the buildup where now like you got to have the gore, you got to have the blood and the guts and all the, you know, these special effects that are going to really, um, you know, get people afraid, I guess you could say, or just, you know, make things pop. Um, and, and once again, I just don't see it in music. I don't see it in TV. I don't see it in movies where there is an extreme focus on building a better society. And I may be like, there's going to be some outliers, so I may be missing it. Um, but I would challenge that if there are outliers I'm missing, they're probably not part of popular culture. It may be part of a fringe and Hey, I, I may need to fall into that rabbit hole to some degree. So please, once again, if you have stuff like that, that you think I should be aware of, I mean, please message message me on Twitter. Um, you know, but overall, I, I just don't see it. And to me, once again, all of these are signs that point to building a better society being a controversial topic, right? And, and once again, you know, I know I'm stretching kind of the meaning of controversial in a sense um, to fit the purposes and kind of, you know, just to tie into the tagline of the show. But I, I think it is, um, you know, pretty important to understand that this is not part of our normal conversation. This is not part of the popular culture that is occurring um, or just, you know, the general conversation that is going on in, you know, the the public discourse um, when it comes to the, the dominant public discourse, right? It's not to say it's not out there in the public, but it's definitely not as dominant as I would like it to be, as I think it should be. Um, and, you know, some people may disagree with that. Some people may think it, you know, may be on board with me, but um, it's definitely not part of the normal conversation. So that's part of why I say it's controversial. Now, I, I do want to, you know, talking about being interested in building a better society and just kind of why I think that's important. Um, I, I do want to kind of lay my cards on the table, right? 
because you may be asking, okay, well, whatever, it's controversial. This is controversial curiosities, right? Like, of course, you're interested in that and get over it. Um, that could be somebody's thought and that's fine. That's fair. The, for me, what I think, um, you know, is important to elaborate when it comes to why I want to build a better society is one, I live in society. My kids live in society. Everyone and everything I know is part of society, right? And I'd like to think of society on a global scale because we are globalized people, whether you like it or not. And it's not to say that the nation states will go away anytime soon, but we are living in a globalized economy. We are living in a globalized geopolitical network of countries and people that all interconnect, right? We are one interconnected society on one planet. And if you're in space and you're looking at the planet, there are no borders naturally made. Um, you know, I guess, I mean, you could technically argue like lakes, rivers, and um, mountains could be those natural borders, but like we're all on one planet is the point, right? And, and those, you know, natural barriers don't mean anything really because we're all connected. Once again, what happens in one place does impact other places in some degree, right? To some extent. So, you know, definitely with us all being here, with us all being part of society, it only makes sense to want to see a better society, to want to live in a society that is best for everybody, right? And, and you know, the the best way I guess I can elaborate it is like what's best, what's better for all is better for one, right? So you think about society, like we have continually made improvements to society and incrementally increased our abilities to control um ourselves in society or to you know to really become our the the makers of our own destiny right like we have so much control over what we can do in society nowadays as a species compared to where we used to be like we used to you know we live but based on finding food and finding shelter and making sure we were as safe as we could possibly be where now we have a lot more freedoms based on the ability we don't have to worry about those lower I don't want to call them lower level concerns because they're just as important as other concerns, but you know, the more primal needs that a, a creature of existence will have, right? So, you know, as we've increased our abilities and as we've improved society, things have gotten better for everyone, right? So if something gets better for one person, if someone invents the toilet, then everybody will benefit from that invention and it being spread across the planet. So once again, what's better for all is better for the one, right? And what's better for one is you know, not always better for all necessarily, but, um, you know, if, if it's going to improve society, it will improve your life individually. Right. And, and we want society to be in the best place possible because even if we're not the ones who are directly inventing the, um, changes that improve society, we will benefit from them. If we are living in a society that, you know, is spreading those out. Right. And of course the better society is for, you know, as a as a whole the better it will be for each individual essentially now and of course you know there's lots of little caveats in there you have to have you know a democratic society you have to have you know certain kind of freedoms that are true for all and liberties that are true for all but you know that's kind of a a, a deeper conversation in a certain sense but the point being is I, I definitely see it as the purpose of humans to contribute to the advancement of our species. And, you know, really that's the goal of every species. Like every species is trying to contribute to its advancement. Sometimes it's from a pure genetics, like spread, you know, your seed and just multiply the species sort of standpoint. But as our species has grown, as we have become more advanced, the way that we contribute to the advancement of our species has become more, um, complex, right? Or it's just advanced in itself. So, you know, once again, 
building a better society benefits all of us, right? And it's not, there's nothing wrong with having some self-interest in your life, right? And if you are self-interested, the best thing for yourself is to live in an advanced society that is spreading innovation and, and improving things um, incrementally over time, right? So that's part of why I feel it's important to live in a better society. And, you know, this is partly why it's important that, you know, building a better society is a is a little becomes a little less controversial topic essentially right we want to make sure that it is something acceptable to talk about it's acceptable to be interested in right and of course you know there's maybe certain barriers or there's certain um you know there's there's certain good faith roles that come to having these sorts of conversations because there's going to be disagreements there's going to be people who have different mentalities and different sort of viewpoints on these sorts of um topics right like you know some of the topics i mentioned earlier they're they're deep topics right and there isn't one specific right way to think about them um and, and quite honestly it takes a variety of people thinking about them in a variety of ways to reach proper conclusions in my in my you know opinion um so you know once again this is why it's important that we can talk about these things um and important that we can um you know bring these conversations to the mainstream and understand how to have these conversations in the mainstream right because it does once again it takes a certain um structure to avoid a, a reversion to tribalism just based on belief or political leanings. And that's part of the problem we're seeing now. I think, you know, things have become more politicized in the mainstream discussion. We've seen that since basically COVID. And I mean, even before that, I would say it probably started, you know, through 2013, 14, 15, like, you know, you see the seeds started definitely by 2016. I mean, with Trump getting elected, that really starts to, you know, kick things off even more. And, you know, through the course of 2020 with you know, COVID with the death of George Floyd and, you know, the string of events that have, you know, basically unfolded since then, you can see that, you know, things have become more politicized in the mainstream, but I think that we're not doing it the right way. That's where the structure comes into play, right? And that's maybe a deeper episode of kind of laying out what I think that structure should be. And, you know, most people kind of understand the concept um, of having a good faith discussion or a good faith um, debate, I, I guess, is another way you could look at it. Some of people would call it a dialectic. Um, you know, there's different terms that people kind of utilize for that concept. But the point is, is there is a certain structure to have it in what most would call good faith. Um, and, you know, I think right now we're, we're seeing bad faith when it comes to those things. And that's part of where, you know, things have fallen off the rails. But once again, if we want to build a better society, we have to make wanting a better society less controversial, right? And, and there's definitely some various ways we could do that. There's various ways it could be implemented into the culture. And by no means do I think that I'm part of mainstream culture doing this podcast or doing the things I do with controversial curiosities, but nonetheless, this is, you know, this is a piece of the fringe. And, and, you know, as the fringe builds momentum, it could become part of the mainstream culture. And that has happened time and time again in um, humanity's history, right? And, and many times for the betterment of society, right? So, you know, I, I definitely don't think there's anything wrong with that. And, you know, with that being said, that's kind of my thoughts on why wanting to build a better society is controversial. And, you know, I hope we can make it less controversial. Because um, once again, I, I don't necessarily think that it should be. Um, and, and it's something that I'm interested in, regardless if it's controversial or not, because in the end, it, it is something that is important to all of us. Um, and I, I definitely will continue talking about it. And on this podcast and in my writings, you know, all of the work that I'll be doing through controversial curiosities, I will continue to bring topics 
that relate to building a better society. And this is kind of my episode, I guess, to introduce that, right? To introduce why I'm going to be talking about some of those things and why it fits into the mold of controversial curiosities in itself. So that's my spiel for the day. This this has been a great episode. I definitely appreciate y'all being here. And, you know, please share share this episode. Um, subscribe. Subscribe to the Substack. Subscribe to the podcast. Um, give us a rating and review. You can actually, if you become a Substack subscriber, right, for that small nominal fee I talked about at the beginning, you can actually comment on the post within Substack, right? So we can have a conversation, myself and others who are paid subscribers. So please consider doing so. And I just want to thank you again for the support. Thank you for being here. I'm Jeff McCarty. This is Controversial Curiosities, and I will see you next time. <music>